So Dana White is, of course, the UFC president, and he has done a lot of great things for the promotion over the years. In fact, he was the guy who resurrected this promotion from the brink of bankruptcy to what it is today, and that's a billion dollar promotion. So there is no taking away from him when it comes to this accomplishment and the accomplishments that he has had over the years as the UFC president. But in 2023, I have to admit, even though we are only halfway through the year thus far, I still think that this has been Dana White's worst year as the UFC president. Because for me, this is the first year where I truly ask the question, is it time for a new UFC president? And that's because although Dana has done a lot of great things this year, he has also done a lot of things that haven't been great. And because of it, it has not only affected the UFC, but also himself. So in this video, I want to take a look at the reasons as to why I think this has been Dana White's worst year as the UFC president. And let's start with number one, and that is Dana White's life his wife when news of this came out it happened on new year's eve so technically last year this went down but the repercussions occurred in 2023 because this was when we had dana white going on a press tour just explaining the situation what exactly happened it was a new year's eve party he was drinking a lot so was his wife and then they got in the scuffle started going back and forth his wife hit him first and then it looked like Dana had to subdue her it looked like he hit her as well and it was just not a good look for Dana White there was a ton of backlash this made news outside of the MMA world and a lot of people were not happy but Dana stood his ground went in front of the public admitted to what happened said he is not proud of what happened and yeah i'm not gonna lie for the most part it seemed like he got off that scot-free like considering what he did it seemed like okay all he had to do was make a statement said that he regretted it apologize and then move on because right after that it just seemed like all was normal to be honest for the most part but there are still people till this day who talk about it and this really was a bad start to the year for Dana White but what made this slapping incident even worse for him was his constant promotion of power slap his new endeavor which he just seems so high on but a lot of the people do not seem high on it like he is because power slap is something that people liked initially when they saw it on TikTok or some random Russian videos on YouTube but for Dana White to begin backing this entire sport and just saying yeah this is going to be the next best thing a lot of people were not agreeing with him on this and after the news came out that he slapped his wife just imagine how bad the promo was for the entire power slap fiasco people were just making jokes on top of jokes and it was just horrible promotion for power slap as a whole and even though it got picked up by tbs which was very impressive in my opinion it quickly left the network and now it's on rumble which is a new website that people go to to watch like uncensored stuff here and there i don't know if it's gonna pick up or not but apparently dana white has been saying that power slap has been doing great on rumble in fact their numbers are so good that if you combine all of the numbers from all the major sports leagues right now all their social media numbers they don't even match power slaps and when Dana White said this people literally laughed it was crazy I couldn't believe he said this and was serious about it it reminded me of the time when he said I'm glad you asked me about that because um, 
we got one. So for him to be making statements like this about Power Slap was absolutely crazy. But I think the worst part about Power Slap is how much Dana White has been trying to integrate it with the UFC. And I'm talking about having Power Slap being promoted through the UFC. A lot of people were not liking this because it just felt like they were getting force feed Power Slap when they truly didn't want it. So yeah, I don't know why Dana did this because it just only hurt Power Slap even more. And look, I'm not trying to shit on this fully i'm sure there's a lot of people who like it even anthony smith himself said you know i'm someone who actually genuinely enjoys power slap and you know what that's good for you guys but a lot of people don't and to be associating it with the ufc as yeah this is also a combat sport you're going to like a lot i think that's a horrible move because the level of skill needed in mma compared to power slap is night and day and i think that's the biggest problem with power slap they're trying to make it a legit combat sport where it's like yeah you gotta train for this you gotta do this you gotta do that it's like how do you train getting slapped and not getting knocked out you could train on your slapping all you want but if you get knocked out in the first round what exactly is the point point? and when we also add into the fact that people are upset that money is going into this when this money should be going to UFC fighters, then you can understand why Power Slap has not been as popular as Dana White wants it to be. But speaking of fighter pay, I also want to talk about a fighter who has really been speaking about fighter pay, and because of it, he has been going head-to-head -head with the brass, specifically Dana White and that fighter is Francis Ngannou. The former UFC champion who was in talks for a long time with the UFC in regards to his pay, his contract, and what he wants in the promotion moving forward. And of course, this included more pay, but he also wanted the opportunity to leave the UFC in order to pursue boxing matches, one specifically with Tyson Fury. And then he also did another thing where he wanted fighters to have proper health care. So he wasn't only negotiating for himself, but he was also negotiating for all the fighters, which is just such a stand-up thing. But of course, the UFC didn't like this, and they wanted as much control as possible. And because Francis Ngannou was not giving them that control, he decided to take his talents elsewhere. And because of this decision, the UFC, specifically Dana White, who is the voice for them, was not happy. And moving forward, not only did they wipe out Francis Ngannou's entire existence from the promotion, but Dana absolutely started ripping him apart any chance he got, saying that Francis was scared to fight John Jones, so he wanted to leave, saying that the UFC took Francis on so many dinners, yet nothing was able to happen, and the biggest one of all, saying that Francis made a mistake by leaving because he is not going to get a good deal like the UFC was giving him. And for a while, it seemed like that was the case because after Francis left the UFC, he wasn't really getting much done in regards to signing with another promotion or even getting a boxing fight to happen because it seemed like his supposed fight with Tyson Fury was just a joke. And then when it came to other MMA promotions, it seemed like Francis's needs were too much. And because of this, you heard promotions like 1FC saying, yeah, we're not really interested. Bellator saying, yeah, it's just way too much for us. Sorry, Francis. And this just only fueled to the fire that the UFC was right, Dana was right. And because of this, Dana White wins. But this win wasn't for long because 
not only did Francis sign with the PFL, but he got an amazing deal where he is now a chairman for PFL Africa and is also an equity owner. This was a huge win for Francis Ngannou, but in the end of the day, it seemed like a partial win because although this was a huge deal for him with the PFL, talks about him going into boxing, which were huge talks for him over the years, seemed like it was not going to come into fruition because specifically Tyson Fury didn't seem interested in the fight anymore as he once did before. But then once again, just after a little bit more waiting, Francis got it done. He is now going to be fighting Tyson Fury and there is no doubt that he will be making a lot of money from this fight. It will be a big time fight. So not only did Francis get the deal done when it came to signing with another MMA promotion, but he also got the deal done when it came to making this big time boxing fight happen with Tyson Fury. Francis Ngannou won big time and I can only imagine how upset Dana White is about all of this. Especially when you had Dana White saying that, yeah, we reached out to Tyson Fury and we are very interested in seeing Tyson fight John Jones. It looks like that's not going to be happening anytime soon anymore now that this fight with Francis is going to be going down. And that brings me to the question as to why I made this video. Should Dana White still be the UFC president? And my answer is honestly, Sure. Why not? Because in the end of the day, whoever has that title of UFC president are going to make moves that I simply won't like and a lot of other people won't like as well. So yes, Dana White has been doing things that I don't really agree on, but at the same time, he also does a lot of things that I think are very good. And although 2023 hasn't been the year for him, he is still putting on some great fights, great cards, and I look forward to seeing what else he's going to do in the future.